Hush, little baby, don't you cry. One day we're gonna fly in the sky. Taken up with him on his wings. So listen carefully as I sing. Do you have a Goliath in your life? Well, with one smooth stone, you can take the Goliath down. <laughs> I'm here to give you a little update on a certain Goliath. Uh, that's Islam. Regarding Islam and how it touches our life. Just a brief overview of what I'm going through right now after six years of constant intercession and plowing into Islam and attacking the spiritual forces behind Islam. Uh, we have Don Paul going to France. Well, while he was in France, there was a great intercession I was going through. I was seeing a wall, a dark wall, all the way from Belgium to Turkey. This was a huge wall, hundreds of feet high. What is the wall? I, I Google in <laughs> Belgium to Turkey, dark wall. <laughs> so what do I find out? It's the clash of cultures. It's the Islamic culture coming into Europe and how that's affecting Europe and how it's coming to a point of collision. There is, it's a, they've been infiltrating Europe for quite some time and it's going to be a bloody battle. That's what they call it in a, in a article called Enemies from Within from Belgium. And these are not enemies. Islam, these are not our enemies. The people of Islam are not our enemies. In fact, the one smooth stone that God said to me would take down that Goliath would be the love of Jesus Christ. It's the love that he has, that he was willing to die for us. In fact, if you research any other religion, there isn't any other God who said, I'm God and I'll die for you. So that's what sets Jesus apart. But it is the love for the people that gives me the fervor to pray for the spiritual forces behind them and expose the lie. Now, you might sit back and say, well, that's never going to touch my life. And sure, it touched us in 9-11, but, you know, how much is it going to affect me? Well, today I got um, some re reports from some intercessors about what's going on in Texas. Quite a number of Texans are coming to know the religion of Islam. They're becoming Muslims. These are One was a Baptist minister. He was just about ready to become a Baptist minister. He converted to Islam. One looks like just a regular football player, jock kind of guy. He says, I'm a devout Muslim. There was a regular looking Texan girl with a nice little accent and her little baby and they're converting to Islam. Now, why would this be happening? Well, we have to think about the spiritual forces behind it. And it's a great and deceptive lie. And it's one of the most deceptive lies that is in our world today. And it's a long-generated lie. It is similar to God or God in many ways. They take many of the things that Jesus said he was and claim them to Muhammad. For instance, that he was the stone that the builders rejected and that he would become the chief cornerstone. They believe that about Muhammad uh, and Ishmael who was rejected. So there's many false beliefs. But what I wanted to bring about was the importance that we go where God calls us. 
because six or seven years ago when God began to call me in that direction, it was very difficult for me and it was very far out of my comfort zone. <laughs> but God said he'd heard the cries of the people there and would I go? And I said, yes, I'll go. Well, now it's affecting us. It's affecting our nation. It's affecting Europe. It's affecting the people that are trapped in these cultures. If you read, there's so many articles these days in the New York Times about like Malaysia right now. They're just coming with more and more of the oppression to the women um, if Islam in Malaysia. And there's women standing up against it. Uh, it's coming into China, coming into India. So it's really interesting. But what I wanted to say in this report, and it's not going to be very long because my children have our short attention span tonight, but uh, it's about the stone, the black stone of Mecca, and what is the superstition involved around that, and why do people flock to worship it, men flock to worship it. Here's a picture of the number of men trying to get there, and then how they surround the, the stone and I'm sure you've all heard the reports that people actually died trying to kiss the stone. Now, I thought they believed in one God, and I don't know if they believe in idols. And actually, before Muhammad had the revelation, this same black stone stood in the temple of Mecca, and it never was worshipped. So why is it worshipped now? Why is it important now? Uh, this is something I've been really thinking about in my prayers. So... I began to uncover a little bit more about what this black stone might mean. Now, when I pray about the stone for six years, I always see something like this in the spirit. I always see something shaped like that. So I'm thinking the stone looks like that. <laughs> so I finally researched the stone, and the stone actually looks like this. Actually, it's inside there. It's surrounded with silver. But record says that it did used to look like this. It was a more monolithic. It was about 10 inches wide and a few feet high. And it's allegedly a meteor that fell from the sky years and years before Muhammad. Uh, some people believe, and this I've just uncovered because once I got to this stone, the, the monolithic looking stone, that was worshipped by the, with the goddess Aphrodite. And so that got me thinking about the goddesses and the black stones, and I found this. Can you all see it? Islam and goddess worship. Now, the goddess Aphrodite had the crescent moon and star and she that was her symbol well this article is saying that the the stone that's worshipped at Mecca was also the black stone that was worshipped with the goddess Isis in ancient Egypt that was actually her altar so if this is true then this is really a, a powerfully dark stone and something that we need to break in the spiritual realm. So, um, I've been concentrating on breaking the power of that rock that's over that rock. 
to break it and with one smooth stone of the truth that sets us free that we don't have to kiss the stone and we don't have to travel the Mecca we don't have to pray to Mecca that we are freed individuals that can be f completely forgiven and completely loved then we um, can can really concentrate on breaking the powers of that now uh, I just want to encourage everyone who is involved in covering me in prayer. Please thank you for your Hush, little baby, don't you cry. One day we're gonna fly in the sky. Taken up with him on his wings. So listen carefully as I sing. Don't you cry, listen to mother's lullaby, nothing bad is going to last forever, as long as Jesus is the Lord, he is the King of Kings, nothing bad it's going to last forever, so don't you cry, don't you cry now, nothing bad will last too long, cause in a twinkling of an eye, we will be with him, from glory to glory, we When we're taken up with him into New Jerusalem, where the streets shine brighter than gold, nothing bad is going to last forever as long as Jesus is the Lord, he is the King of Kings. Nothing bad is going to last forever, so don't you cry, don't you cry now, nothing bad will last too long. Hush, little baby, don't you cry, one day we're gonna fly in the sky. Taken up with him on his wings In the twinkling of an eye We'll be here